0: Uh, welcome back everybody um, another episode of everybody needs a nudge I have another guest um, from my life here Dan Callista uh, a friend of mine a friend of mine through hockey we're gonna go through the nudges in his life uh, but uh, like we like to do at the start of every show we'll sort of catch up on on what's going on and um, so I played in a I played in a member guest over the weekend a three-day member guest and as I was sitting there you know, it's a it's a club that I used to be a member at Marshfield Country Club, and so I got to see a lot of old friends. And um what struck me was sort of how everybody's got a story, right? Right. And that's kind of what what this whole podcast is about. Everybody's got a story. Everybody's had those little nudges in their life. And so my friends kind of break down into into two categories. I've got like golf friends, and then I've got hockey friends. I'd say you fall into the hockey friend. Not the golf. Not the golf. <laughs> no. Although I, I can you play golf? No. no. You can do a not lot yet. of other things, yeah. but golf is not I'll one of them. I'll do it. I'll yeah. go out and yeah. fail. Yeah, but, it's, but you're not good at it. Yeah. No. Okay. So I'm gonna. I'm not good at hockey though either, bro. I'm gonna cross you off the golf <laughs> invite list. Take Rupia. Take him off the list. Okay. No oh, golf. I'm barely on the hockey cluster. list. So I, I appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> well, your son got. got you on that list. Yeah. <laughs> you me. you made the list via an 11 year old boy. That's what I need. Mean. So <laughs> I don't know what that says about you, but so but that's that was uh that was the observation I made while we were playing golf and um. You know, I I talk to a whole bunch of people, and and now like we're talking about this podcast all the time, and I'm like nervous now because like people are gonna be listening.
1: Yeah, and the story's gonna come up
0: socially. Yeah, yeah and it's like oh, the podcast you're doing a podcast, that's great. What's it about? And you tell me what it's about, and then you're like, hey, will you come on? And they say no. <laughs> I'm like, well, would you be a good guest? Like, what? No, I'm not coming on your <laughs> podcast. I'm like, well, all right, well, on to the next is person. Is that why I I'm
1: here? I said yes.
0: <laughs> yeah, like process of elim- <laughs> elimination. I mean, at some point, somebody has to say yes. They they all say the same thing. Well, maybe you know, maybe give me a month, give me some time to think about yeah, it. We're gonna it. we're gonna have some good some good guests. Not that we don't. Not that you're not a good guest, Dan. We're working up to it. Uh, so uh, D- Dan is another second guest. I was thinking about this when we were walking in. Dan is the second. How many guests have we had? Uh. How many guests?
2: Five. He's the fifth? Sixth.
0: He's the sixth? Sixth. Okay. Of the sixth guest, two of them, I knew their wives before I knew <laughs> them. Right? Right. Yeah. I knew Bridget, uh, Bridget did. Callisto. That was, her, what was her maiden name? Moore. Bridget Moore at Boston College. Yeah. Another, so BC connection. another bc connection so I'm, I'm at the hockey rink one day and some crazy woman is following me around the hockey rink yelling nudge 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 and i'm looking back and i don't recognize her because i got like a hood on and you know I'm, I'm running around like a crazy person and she's chasing me around the rink i'm like who is this broad chasing me around this hockey rink <laughs> um and then this she happens. came up she came up and it, you know she introduced herself and 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 at that point i i recognized who she was and now three years later, three years, yeah, three years later, I've been coaching uh, Dan and Bridget's son Ben. Uh, he plays hockey with my son Hank, and so that's the connection. But Dan's uh, connection to the area goes back. He grew up in in Kingston, and I then k- he Kingston, King, not Kingston. I love, I love
1: Kingston, but I grew up in Pembroke. Oh, <laughs> my, I grew up in Pembroke. My Pembroke,
0: Pembroke friends, are not gonna be happy.
1: Oh shoot. <laughs> yeah with your own of, land in, in Kingston. Yeah, if lo- long time history of family in Kingston. In Kingston. A, a century in the making. So. Okay. 100 years.
0: So I'm not completely off base. Right. 100 years of But you went to Silver Lake. I went to Silver Lake. So all which right.
1: is all, you know, regional school at the time. Um, Pembroke was part of it back then.
0: And so was Silver Lake. And so was uh, Kingston. Kingston. Yeah. Right. Okay. So, um couple corrections and this is a, oh, this, is a this is this is favorite. Dan's favorite part of the show. <laughs> So this is going to be uh, corrections brought to you by Dan Calista. So this week's co- correction, uh, Billy Curley. You got a soft spot for Billy Curley? I do. I Why? love Bill. Why? love Bill.
1: So if, if you know Bill, he's a, he's an awesome guy, sweetheart guy. He's, yeah. uh, he runs a camp in Duxbury called Small Ball. Okay. Um, ben, the 11-year-old we're talking about a moment ago, uh, has attended it. Um, I just think that growing up in those the years that you were talking about last episode, yeah. that was legendary Ducksbury basketball time. I like to think of the the high school gym as the house that Curly built.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, so so the correction is I don't know for for the listeners we I, I screwed up. You're talking about Mickey. I was talk I was mentioning Mickey when it was supposed to be Billy. Billy's the one that graduated in 80, not, uh, 90 from B C from Ducksbury High, ninety four from Boston College. He's the one that was on the front page front cover of sports illustrated yeah, legendary photo yeah legendary photo beating north carolina to get to sweet 16 yeah um well maybe it was the final was it the elite it eight? 16
2: i think
1: okay it was, it kept, so he's a, he's a coach now a college coach he's a college
0: coach where's he coaching uh emerson oh wow a head coach
1: yeah basketball team i've not
0: no the really he's coaching he's not coaching, the the, he's not coaching the, it's not skeet it's shooting anything not, else it's, no, no he stayed in it just a
1: basket amazing oh, you're a golf guy was gone hockey.
0: Yeah, but I was a hockey guy that went golf. Who didn't make it, right? Who didn't make it, right? <laughs> Thanks, Dan. I appreciate that. Okay, this show is over. Uh, next week's guest will be well, much nicer it, division, to me. Division one, division one athlete. Yeah, I am a division and, one athlete. And you're
1: sitting across one that's not. So okay, so I got I'm one up on you. You are. The Sorry. other,
0: the other uh couple things that I wanted to mention. One, I researched the guy Jim Ricor, who Mike Najarian said he did a research paper on him, and I couldn't find him. So, I'm calling BS on that paper, Mike Nigerian. <laughs> Cousin. Okay. Mike. Cousin Mike. Um, yeah, I don't think he did it. What do you think, Rupia?
2: I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. Really?
0: You're going to go against maybe your boss?
2: He, maybe he said the wrong name.
0: Maybe I heard it wrong. <laughs> what what did, uh, what's it, uh, maybe I misremembered. Who said that? Well, that was like a president that said that, right? <laughs> I must have, oh, Clinton, right? I misremembered. You must have missed the I have a feeling like
1: what you're saying now is going to end up in next week's podcast. Yeah, so we're going to, this is <laughs> it. <yeah. laughs> we're seeing it happen real time, folks.
0: So I want to tell one, so I've been riding my bike down in, down the Cape. Uh, and I've been listening to other podcasts, right? Because now I'm a podcast guy. I want to listen to other yeah. podcasts because I want to make sure that I'm staying relevant. Uh, so I listen to Bill Burr. You ever listen to Bill Burr? A little bit. No, yeah, my podcast. sister Doris turned me on to Bill Burr. Um, I think our podcast is better. Yeah. That's what I'm going to say. Oh, I said it. I said it, Bill Burr. I'd like to have you, Bill Burr, on our show.
1: And and do, see who's... Yeah, we'll, po-
0: we'll have a podcast off. Do those? Can you have like a podcast? <laughs> yeah. Like
1: your, your five or six guests.
0: Yeah. Against his, his you know, thousands and he's making a living as a comedian <laughs> and I'm not. But you know what? Let's go. I mean, I'm just I throwing it out there.
1: Don't dive too deep in the podcast universe. It's what makes you you is you know, staying off beat, you know. Yeah, not, don't not try to be somebody to, else. No, just, just keep yeah. doing it, because it's working.
0: Good, so I'm riding my bike and there's a guy behind me and he keeps ringing his his, his uh, bell on his bike, oh. right? And I'm just riding along and I'm listening to Bill Burr. And finally after like the fourth ring, I'm like, I heard you, I heard you ringing. Right, hello. And, yeah, And he's, but he's not ringing at me, I didn't realize. He was ringing at everybody that he was passing. <laughs> I was getting all mad at him <laughs> and like cursed him out. And then up ahead, I saw the sign. When you pass on the left, you have to ring your bell. So I was like zipping by these people, not letting anybody know that was what was going on. And he was telling the people that I was going to pass them. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: He's apologizing <laughs> for your For me.
0: <laughs> and then I yelled at him. Unbelievable. Well, as you Larry should have. Larry David moment. Right, and I'm like, exactly. oh, my God. So yeah. like then I like tried to ride like really, 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 really fast to get away from him but there kept being like stop signs so then he'd catch up and then I'd ride really fast and he I'd catch up like Tuesday morning at 7:30 I'm just out for a bike ride and like this is shit is happening to me so anyway that that's that was Tuesday morning you got to
1: go on an apology tour you got
0: to Yeah so note. guy with the um uh bell on your bike uh, I'm sorry for um yelling at you I guess So I'm going to tell I have one more thing that I want to tell because I saw an incredible story that that uh that really illustrates the difference between pro sports now and pro sports then. So have you ever heard this guy, Doc Ellis? He was a pitcher way back, pitched in 1970, and they just did a... So Hank's baseball team, which Ben was on, yep. is not on anymore.
1: Well, it's the summer ball. He was... Yeah, I know. Well,
0: yeah, I know.
1: Yeah, I was the assistant coach. Yeah, I
0: know, and, and we miss Ben. Uh, Teams <laughs> that's having that's a... T- <laughs> we do. Teams having a hard time winning games right now. He's
1: on, he's on waivers.
0: We want to. We should pick them up because we need. To. All right. Up. I don't want to bash the team too bad, but let's no, just say we're time. having a ta- hard time winning some games. Well, they're having fun. Coach and staff doing great. So anyway, the coach. I said to the. The coach sent me this story, because we're trying to find any ways to win, and it's the story about Doc Ellis in 1970. Doc Ellis pitched a no hitter, on LSD. That's amazing. Okay. That's the story. <laughs> that wasn't That's the where whole story. I thought the story was going. Yeah. Pitched the <laughs> whole game. So Google, <laughs> Google them. <laughs> right. That's it. I'm, then we're going to get into, into uh, what else we got going on here. Uh, Are
2: you suggesting suggesting the kids take LSD? <laughs> uh, Is this the second
0: time no. to get cut? No. I got to <laughs> move on from this conversation.
1: <laughs> I, no, I, was, I was Speaking of baseball, though, I was wondering if you want to touch on last night's event and you said a nice toast about a, a dear friend.
0: Yeah. So. Um, yeah so we about a year year ago now a year ago yesterday uh jim murphy passed away suddenly uh 44 years old from a heart attack uh and last last night was the one year anniversary so we had a baseball game and then we went down and had a toasted to to uh a lot of his friends came and we had a nice toast to to jim murphy It was a nice a nice tribute to uh to a good man who's actually in he worked for wbz so he's in the he's in the biz or was in the biz biz, as we say so
1: one of the things that I wanted to say, but quick story about Jim. Yeah, go ahead. On um, baseball, I had the pleasure of being an assistant coach last year, summer ball. Jim was assistant coach, and I'm I'm new to it all, so I'm just trying to follow all the other coaches. As, yeah, you uh, got a
0: shout out in the speech last night. Oh no, not you. He he did. You not you. Pack <laughs> pack. Go
1: on,
2: right. go on. Sorry.
1: And uh, but we're in the be- we're in the outfield shagging balls. The kids are hitting. There's you know the playing infield, and we're Jim and I are catching the, the outfield. And practice wraps up. Coach called everybody in, and we're, we're running in. And I'm just, I'm like smiling. I'm like, I can't believe you. I haven't I haven't done this in a long time. And uh, he turns to me and he goes, you never get this time back. Just yeah, it's true. head it in the eye, like he just looks straight in the eye and, and says that. And I'll never forget it. And so it, it just, you talk about nudges in the theme of your show. Um, that's a nudge right there that I always appreciate those little moments because of a guy like Jim.
0: Yeah, it's a good, it's a good uh, way to look at things. And, and sort of what, that was the message last night that I sort of tried to pass on to everybody that was in the room. Um, so... Uh, Dan Calista, who, who my kids call Mr. Calista, (laughs) right? right. And, and his name is actually Calista. It's not Calister and I'm butchering it with my accent. It's (laughs) actually C-A-L-I-S-T-A. It actually is Calista. So my Duke, my kids do call you Mr. Mr. Calista. Where you going with Mr. Calista? (laughs) I'm like, I'm going down to the Cape with him. (laughs) That's where (laughs) we're going. So, um, where did it all begin? It all began in Pembroke.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah, Pembroke, Silver Lake, uh, you know, nearby, not not too far from Hanover.
0: So, uh, who 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 was in Hanover? Kids, you got friends, neighbors. No, you're in Hanover. That's well, I fine. I know who, who who was your uh, who, what <laughs> so, brothers, what, sisters? What you have? Yeah.
1: So my sister Lauren, uh, my, my parents, are the four of us, uh, growing up right on the Pembroke-Duxbury town line, which is part of us. In fact, my next door neighbor, best friend, same age, grew up in Duxbury, went to Duxbury school system. I went to Silver Lake.
0: So is that do you, like all your Pembroke friends think you sold out because you moved to Duxbury? So he lives yes, in Duxbury yes, now. I do. I they do, all do, they yeah, all think you yes, sold out. Yes. Okay. Very much so. And you yeah. did kind of.
1: Well, but again, half our house was there. No.
0: You you grew up in Pembroke <laughs> and you moved to Duxbury, so you sold out.
1: <laughs> Reminded of it. Yeah. No matter where I go. No. Then
0: there's no out. There's no out. So what were, what was the so what were the interests coming up? What 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 sports? Well, I know you
1: start with sports, right? Yeah. So like you know, I love sports. Sports didn't necessarily love me back. <laughs> <laughs> all right, um, but you know, I, you know, so my sports, you know, you, you can ask what were the, the seasons. I was fall uh, soccer, yeah, winter basketball, and probably spring basketball. I mean, soccer as well. Okay, um,
0: so soccer was the main sport.
1: Main sport yeah. and back then. Silver Lake, uh, Coach Johnson, Bill Johnson yep. was a uh, uh, big. There. I heard you talk about Duxbury, uh Foster Cash. Yeah, and, you know, uh, you know that guy. Them. We played against him. <laughs> what a record legend. that guy has! Yeah. Amazing, right? Yeah,
0: he it, so 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 you what other interests if 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 sports didn't love you back right what were your other interests
1: so, you know my i think so i'm i'm the guy on the field like all out maybe yeah. imagine like yeah you know, full intensity trying hard but the skill wasn't catching up sure Um. so then in the classroom same thing try real hard
0: <laughs> so you weren't smart i, oh, was, so I just you know, want to um, let's just check you know, this out okay <laughs> i was dumb and i sucked at sports okay oh, yep I'm good here, so, Sound here. like you I'm had an incredible episode high over. school <laughs> yeah <laughs> What are, what are we doing here? You know what's amazing is he's uber successful now. So kids, don't worry about anything. You'll be just fine. Yeah, exactly. Okay. <laughs> All right, so so yeah. school's not well, your thing. That's
1: part of my picture, right? So it's, it's like, I'm a guy that was like searching, right? So I'm yeah. trying to play sports. I'm trying to do schoolwork. Um, and... Eventually, I basically found it in like in jobs and work, Work. working around stuff. I I had I grew up in a a household where both my mom and my dad ran their own businesses. Okay, And that was that was a huge factor. So what kind of businesses were they? So my my (laughs) mom, um, it was is a auctioneer. Um, And so she had an auction house and like like
0: like pictures like and this
1: table pick up the table and sell like antiques <laughs> so she yeah, could sell, she'll sell anything yeah and we say like so i grew up around like setting up tents yeah like a state sale kind of things um holding you know working you know moving random furniture sometimes antique. sometimes so did she you know, have a shop
0: sale. did she have like a like an antique shop
1: had an auction house over in the cordage you know, okay like in the cordage park oh in, in plymouth is, yeah, there in plymouth yeah. okay it's called cornucopia auctions okay uh, so at the time it was, it was you know kind of a good local south shore thing yep. for her so i grew up around that um, which led, led me to some other business interests. But also about my, my dad's business is a family business that my, really in some ways, my great-grandfather started kind of continually on, but it evolved into highway contracting of all things. So, okay. so street sweeping, highway mowing, catch basins, like really tough, good it, work.
0: Grinded out work. it out yeah. work. Go get yeah. up and go to work and Absolutely. come home dirty and tired. Work your butt off. And yeah. gross. Yep. And, yeah. that's,
1: and that's how I grew up. So he, he would bring me to the job sites what time i mean 4 a.m you leave Jeez, the house. Yeah, I just, like i just you'd sleep in the car like yeah was, you know he, he had to beat the cape tr- yeah you, you know he so he went from the cape to western mass and north shore yeah he didn't go through boston and so um, in the summers especially i'd be doing it i had hay fever i had you know severe allergies <laughs> right so he would he would drop me off and my job was i couldn't drive a mower you, right. know, you see those big mowers yeah. on the highway my job was taking a a, a weed whacker and <laughs> weed whack the entire,
0: and the weed highway. whacking the highway. highway. yeah. Yeah, that's uh, so. You're gonna. Uh, here's what I want you to do, Dan. I want you to start at mile one. Yep. And weed whack till mile eighty eight. Right. I'm like,
1: Dad, well, lunch, uh, water, <laughs> anything. <laughs> no. He's like, I'll, 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 I'll swing by around noon or was, was
0: there tech? what do you take taken the hayfield? He reminds me
1: that he's like, listen, when I was your age, uh, we didn't have motorized. We had the the whip. Yeah. So he had the whip. I got the thing. So he was doing
0: what you were doing for his father. That's right. And, and he thought you were getting off easy because you that had. A, was reminded of it. Yeah, because you had a, an actual weed whacker. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, we had that broke down, every, you know, right, every six inches. Guess. Yeah. The, yeah. The, the line broke, and then you wrestled with the line. And, I'd be sneezing the yeah. entire way.
1: <laughs> Great. I'd just be behind a guardrail. People just whipping by. Hundred miles an through, hour. Route one. I still go up route one sometimes. I see the same exact <laughs> spots, the same trees that I, I weed whacked back then. So, and he he was smart because he. He reminded me it's like days like today hot days it's like appreciate like a nice office like that we're yeah. sitting in right now air conditioning and, and and just basically his message was like i want you to work so hard. We're,
0: all, were all of the uh, all of your siblings working like that or were like you the were you the oh, my whipping boy I
1: was, I was, no my sister did not do did it did not no yeah, she, uh and so um
0: you know, <laughs> she, yeah unbelievable yeah, so. why is that though <laughs> 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 i mean did she go to the auction house and work there i mean no, she, probably, she helped out. Okay, yeah, yeah. Right. Helped okay. Out. we'll move on from that. I don't want you to get in any family fights. No, the next no. thing you know, Thanksgiving's ruined yeah, because right. of the Everybody Needs no. Nudge podcast. Oh, <laughs> what, what, what kind of nudge did ruining Thanksgiving need? Uh, the kind you provided when you bashed me on the right, uh, Twitter? Right. Exactly. I, I yeah. mean, yeah, on the, family the podcast.
1: Listened to it and, uh, right, I didn't give enough uh, props to, <laughs> to the family business. So, yeah, I grew up yeah, mowing the, the highways uh, and, uh, and, and holding furniture at, at tents.
0: So when did intense. that start? Like, how old were you when you were doing this? I was a kind of kid.
1: I went to, like, I was going to day camp, and I literally asked my parents when I was younger if I could stop going to camp and I could get a job. So you wanted to work. Just, because, again, I'm not working well in sports. Right. My academics aren't that great. And so I wanted to work. And But, and but what I,
0: was the driver? Was it, was it the actual work? Was it the activity? Was it the money? Like, what was it the... Sense of I, a job well done, like what was it? There's as you a look lot back? about
1: like that last thing you said about <laughs> sense of a job well done, like making progress. Like, like since kind of been able to reflect on a lot of this stuff, like just like being good at something, yeah. Finding some success, and yeah. then success begets more success, yeah. Right, and like just that progress principle, which is a, you know, a code to happiness.
2: And yeah,
0: so, it's it's amazing, right? Just that the just looking back at the weeds being whacked that's a <laughs> sense of accomplishment yeah. right like i did that i mean right. and, and it's a simple thing but it, it gave you the boost just that you working. needed to you get that, that was, was around people right yeah. and around people
1: and i felt like camaraderie with, yep. with other people that we're all doing a job together you know and yeah. so i had my job they had their job and and that was just ingrained in me from the earliest age okay um you know, my my first job actually was working in pembroke on on uh taylor street at fernhill farm where i worked for the oshima family and a herb farm yeah and it wasn't what i it was doing but it was the stories i would hear while at work yeah um, you enjoyed his, being by there. bill oshima right the storytelling the just the time and the learning along the way
0: yeah so when i was like i don't know 10 or 11 or 12 my whole family used to go over to martha's vineyard and i would go at, at 10 and 11 years old and i would work my my i guess he's my cousin by marriage mike tanney uh, ran a moped shop and i was working in that moped shop at 10 11 years old yeah not because i wanted to work but it's because i wanted to be there right that's where all the action was my brothers were working there my sister was working there they were my cousins were there people were coming in all the time and i would literally clean the spokes on the mopeds for five six hours and i thought it was like the most important job right. in the world and to the, because because my cousin by marriage mike tanney was like this is the most important job in this place and you need yeah. to do it and he didn't have to do that. He was paying me, like, he paid me and everything. But I couldn't wait to go to work. Couldn't wait. And,
1: and to go, like, clean some...
0: Clean like,
1: uh,
2: the spokes, spokes on a moped. Right. For some jerk
0: who's <laughs> coming over to drink too much to ride around the yeah, moped and, and, then and then crash, crash it. it. Right. Yeah. Which I did once. As well. <laughs> did I you crashed a moped? Yeah, yeah, at Martha's Vineyard. In yeah, my, yeah. so you were the guy yeah,
1: sorry about that I, <laughs> but you know when i was on the ground i was looking at those spokes. sorry
0: sorry about that he says, yeah the spokes <laughs> were so shiny so that yeah, the sun hit blinding. them so it's actually my fault yeah, that thanks. was the nudge that it's, made you yeah, fall right. off the and bike i never rode a moped again thanks nor you. should you ride a moped ever <laughs> I, the, I can't ski i can't moped. yeah what good are you <laughs> all right so you're working all these odd jobs coming right. up and you do that all the way through high school
1: yeah and uh, actually when the best thing I did my mom um bought a tent for her business i split the, the price of it and i created a tent company called desert dance tents
0: desert dance tents everybody I that's amazing desert dance how tents. old are you
1: um well, uh 16 years old so 16 yeah, yeah. years old was your
0: first was your first, first business. business
1: yeah owning a business and uh I, I t- took out an ad a quick little set. so wait <laughs> yeah, so right.
0: wait, so I, you'll get yeah, there but sorry. so you, you buy the tent with your mom and then yeah. do you rent the tent back to your mom or does she get like free you no, so
1: we split it. so the tent back then was like it was a used tent so it was like 2500 bucks yeah. right it was something like that so my my portion was around 1200 bucks yeah I rented up for 400 bucks pay my friend as a total of a hundred bucks make 300 bucks after four rentals oh. pay off the tent
0: pay yeah. off your mom.
1: Yeah, well, pay off. the Yeah, exactly. Like, uh, but we split it, right?
0: But did you? But did you end up buying it from her, or did you? Were you always 50 Always.
1: So she she had an auction. She had first dibs. Okay. If it's just not, be, you know, auctions not You being can, You could. That, oh, so Righted she up. didn't.
0: She didn't get a piece of the three hundred when you when No you way. Go, no, ah, I don't know. I don't, yeah. don't know what the business deal. Well, I didn't the, read reaction, the I didn't read the no, LLC docs before I came in. Also oh, like, wants I, mean, <laughs> I mean, Jesus Christ. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, the LS, so I got a call one day from Dorchester Awning. You find know Dorchester yeah. Awning it's a long time, yeah. also, you know, great company part in the South Shore. Um,
0: His dish shop is over in Kingston,
1: right? In uh, now, yeah, now it's in Kingston, right? Yeah, over. right by the
0: T by the T station, right? Yeah,
1: and. uh and they and they they's like, hey, you're uh, using like our image in your in your ad in the, in the Pembroke Mariner.
0: Oh, really? You <laughs> stole their image? No. So I went
1: to the Mariner. I asked for an ad. She's like, oh, here's like some, you know, a picture of a tent. I'm like, looks good to me. Yeah. What are you,
0: K? You're yeah. 16. Right. Did they so, get mad at you?
1: Yeah, they called out. Says, you know, stop doing it. Cease and desist. On my <laughs> phone, like, on my, my home phone number. <laughs> my <laughs> yeah, daddy asked to the call. I said, can, I, they, can they speak to Desert Dan? <laughs> but meanwhile, they're my only supplier. So the only people I knew in town I could buy um, wooden you know the, the, the stakes yeah from, like the posts, actually yeah. uh we, they're the only guy, game in town so i had to sneak in and not say my name oh. pay cash <laughs> but it's state.
2: incredible
1: but i'm like 17 years old 18 years old so I'm like, guy right, whatever Here, well yeah.
0: that's exciting too so, that's the, you know, the thrill of the chase there putting up those <laughs> tents
1: it was it was fun it's, yeah it's the most fun business i've ever had that's why i love talking about it so like, how, how
0: like, long did you have that business
1: did you ever? Uh, I did it through college. You yeah, did as well. I, kept, I didn't. You know, it wasn't my primary business in college, but it was something I kept going. So you had
0: another business in college. I did. So did, I did you pick up more tents, or were you just a one tent one pony? Tent, but yeah, one tent. But you my, see what I did there. <laughs> see what I did there. One tent <laughs> pony <laughs> instead of a one trick pony. Jesus.
1: And W's <laughs> like, look at you, like no, like what? Rupiah's
0: like, what? <laughs> uh, Thursday. Can't
2: wait for Friday.
0: That's she, what she's thinking. She, she wants us to drop. So it's Friday Eve. Oh my God! If there's a more millennial <laughs> thing to say than Friday <laughs> Eve, I don't know that it's ever been said.
2: I'm actually just wondering if your kids are gonna call him Desert Dan now instead Hundred of Mister Pre- Calista. Oh, yeah,
1: hey, <laughs> it works. Do you always say like why? 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 Dude, Desert that, Dan. That's,
0: that's an incredible nickname, <laughs> Desert Dan. Desert Dan. You're now Desert Dan. All
1: right, I'll take
0: it. I don't. I don't you know, oh. it's probably better than Mister Calista. I like Mister Calista. Calista. All right, Mister mm. Calista is great. And it's not even oh, a nickname. It's oh, actually his name. That's the best <laughs> thing about it. But the the, the the accent turns it into a name. Where you going, <laughs> Mr. Calista? <laughs> <laughs> when they shake their shoulders. <laughs> that's just immediately we're happens. Yeah, that's right. just, yeah. It happens. Yeah. yeah. You know we're why? Because you're thinking of know. Twisted Sister. Twisted, oh, yeah. Twisted Sister. <laughs> she's not She's no twisted sister. <laughs> so. You don't know that song?
1: <laughs> she does, if I didn't know sorry.
2: Yes.
0: Okay. That's a great song. That would be on my karaoke list. Oh, add it. Right. Add Spotify. it. Spotify, karaoke. Everybody needs a nudge. Karaoke list. Right again. Album cover. <laughs> All right. So, <laughs> so you do go to college, even though you sucked at school and yeah. sports.
1: All right, but right, to do the disbelief of my friends and everyone that knew me.
0: <laughs> You're going where? <laughs> right. What are you cutting the grass?
1: Yeah, so yeah. So uh, to Babson College. The uh, I just say right. the fir- the original PC.
0: Okay. So hold on a second.
1: We have that debate at my house. You
0: couldn't have been that bad at school if you got into Babson College. I'm sorry.
1: Well, I think you know a couple. Of <laughs> yeah. I was first of all. I was an average student. I yeah. wasn't. I wasn't terrible. Like, was averagely average.
0: good. If you got went to Babson, I mean, I thought was gonna all be right, like, see. yeah, I went to you know whatever no, well, Cape Cod Community. Right, here's but. the deal.
1: I, I applied to all those other schools probably that you're thinking of. And then my, my and then my, we went to a, a college fair. My dad's like, Hey, this school Babson It's a business schools, entrepreneurship, everything you're all about. Um, you can look at, it. you're never going to get in. So just go talk to it." And my dad will <laughs> tell Incredible you that story. Incredible vote of confidence. <laughs> yeah. My dad's like, like, I mean, we got a few extra bits to spare. If you want to go, <laughs> go to the table, just find out what entrepreneurship is like at Babson. I talked to him. It's my absolute dream school. Like number one. Everything
0: they said was like, this is, I, I need I'm to
1: be with this. Like obsessed. Yeah. Obsessed. Um, and, uh, Fast forward, I apply, get the acceptance letter, go straight to my dad's office. I'm like, I got it, and he's like, Oh no! Like, right. now he's like, All right, oh, here we how go. How are we gonna yeah. pay for this? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. we're we gonna do. Yeah, right. So, so you, you know, got in, but you must have decent grades. Well, I think it's the experience, it's the mix, right? So, I had the desert dance story. I had a, I had a couple other entrepreneurship stories. Got it. Mixed I into see. It. So it wasn't but just grades. I, you, I wrote my college essay about the, the value of a dollar. And you know, Mr. Oshima, every he paid me two dollars an hour uh, to work at the farm, I which would be fifteen dollars a day. Uh, which would be 30, I would work two days a week, would be $30 a week. And I had every single dollar of that money in my bank account when I applied to college. Jesus. It's, so I just, its just something. You didn't it. do anything, like nothing? Nothing with my, literally, I remember my dad, like we went to Leechmare once. He's like, I want to. Leechmare, oh my
0: God. Leechmere. I remember Leechmere. Uh, you like the throwbacks? Oh, right? Leechmere was an incredible <laughs> store. One <laughs> of my my father and I used to go to Leechmere <laughs> See, once a week, we loved that place. My dad and I too. Yeah. I saw so you. we were definitely there at the same time. Incredible, like poking around, touching stuff. Yeah, so they had
1: like the TV, yeah, and like the, all that you know, the like the VHS tape in the TV. Yeah, like I was looking at one like Dad's like, like I was like really wanting. He's like, you can buy it. You know, you have your own money. Like yeah. I'm like, no, no, I can't. But buy you it. couldn't spend it. I went. I just didn't want to.
0: You, so, yeah. Well, I mean. You're not a big spender now. I mean, you don't live an extravagant lifestyle. Very I mean, simple. very simple. <laughs> very simple, man. All right. So so what other, so you had uh, you had Desert Dan, and then you just kind of hinted that you had some other businesses in high yes. school?
1: Well, in high school, I didn't know, like, um, one of the things I did was I was buying cars. That, you remember like, like the repo, like the bank savings and loan crisis yeah. was like kind of high school age yep. for us. And so you'd you'd go to the bank, and the bank I don't know if like at least like the local bank near us, they were showing cars that they were trying to sell because they had repo them.
0: No, I don't remember ever I was looking like, oh, for like that. Sheet.
1: So I was just, you know, like, and I was too was busy like,
0: excelling at sports. <laughs> right.
1: Exactly. So those of us that weren't, I had like something else I needed to do. So I'd be hanging around with my dad at work, right? And yeah. So he had to go to the bank. And you had to go in person. Yeah, at the Yeah. You had so to go, go like, make, make your right, deposits. Right. Make your right? deposits. I'd stand next to my dad and <laughs> see, look at the signs in the bank. But they would sell. Uh, they were selling cars. So I basically I'd buy, buy two cars at bank, like not bank auction, just like on a bank lot, and yeah, resell them. So. Any random thing to make money. You know, wow! Business. So
0: you would you were focused on making money at an early age. Focus on I was focused on trying to be good at something. Yeah, accomplishing something. Something, right? Yeah. Like
1: you know, and I think this for kids, I, you know, for my kids too. I want them to just get exposed to something is, and that they can be good at and they yeah. can love and can capture their imagination. Yeah. And uh, I would have loved that to be a one golf. You yeah, know, but but do but
2: it. but
0: I mean, there's so much value to be had in working. Right, and I'm trying to impress that upon my children. And I, I feel like I, I struggle with my kids. My my Annabelle is now 16. And she's she works, I would say, intermittently at the BOG um, and was gearing up to have, this was gonna be like her first summer. She's turned 16 in April. She was like, I'm getting a job. So we went and she really wanted to work at the grounds crew at Duxbury Yacht Club, she really wanted to be like on the grounds crew, cutting grass and raking traps, and she's like, "That's where I want to be. I don't have to talk to anybody. I just go out and I can do my business from six to ten or whatever." That, but she couldn't get the job because uh, she didn't have a license, so they mm. she, they needed to be able to drive the carts around. And then right after that, she broke her collarbone. So, point: she was supposed to be working this year, but I feel like my kids are overscheduled, even in the summertime that it's difficult, it would be difficult for them to like have a, a job the way that I, I mean, I went to work. I had a job. Uh, so how
1: did you, but you played sports and you did school and you <coughs> Yeah, like you, so you, I remember, I
0: remember I had the job in Martha's Vineyard and then when I got into golf, I used to, uh, there was a building, it was a, a apartment complex over in Abington that my father was connected to and my job was to go over and cut the grass over there every day because it was so big, you know, you'd cut, it would take you, two and a half hours to cut this section, two and a half hours to cut that section, and I would cut it up over four or five days. I'd go over there and work for three or four hours, clean it, you know, whatever, cut the grass, clean it up, edge, whatever, that section, Monday section, and then I'd go play golf and, you know, hone those skills, and then I'd go back and work. But I I, I honestly, like, I I look at what my kids do all day, and I I don't know, I just, it's hard to find a, it's hard to find an opportunity for them to work.
1: I think I think it's their opportunity. They gotta they gotta grab it. I know? agree. You know? I agree. Like like um, you just sparked a, a memory in my mind about like all the the, the odd time. I had a uh, a skimboard business. I was selling skimboards on Duxbury Beach. Uh, we were making them. I
0: like got America's watches. Place. I got furs. <laughs> I got what do you need? Oh, I got tickets. A <laughs> I'll sell you my shoes. Well, yes, yeah, I have mean, an geez. interest.
1: Nice. <laughs> <What? laughs>
0: there's so. nothing he didn't sell, folks. <laughs> Mr. Oh. Callista's junkyard dog over <laughs> right. here. That, that was, was
1: my it. dad's fear. Like, so, like, go to <laughs> school. It was like, you're going to be just, like, this random small town <laughs> guy that's selling stuff. And
0: out, of, <laughs> out of your garage. <laughs> right.
1: So I just, just had to keep on working <laughs> away at it. <laughs> the crazy inventor. So. Yeah.
0: Like, in back to the future. Right? <laughs> yeah, I love that guy. D- yeah. Doc, uh, yeah. what the hell's his name?
1: Uh, next week's, uh, week's uh, correction. Oh, my God.
0: I can't believe I can't remember his <laughs> name. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> doc oh man anyway yeah that, that was you fine. right hey I, I that's i take it as a compliment that is a, it yeah. is a compliment it is a compliment so you get good events so up. Keep trying so the the nudge to go to babson was the entrepreneurial spirit you get to babson
1: from my parents from like being good at something I'm yeah like, oh, this could be good so let, let's keep going yeah
0: well it's it's kind of you know you just sort of floated you, you've sort of found your path into working and yeah. we're like hey I'm, I'm i'm good at working
1: but to be to be clear, through a series of failures, yeah and like i 'm okay using the, the f word of, of failure yeah it's, it's, I am you know, too it's uh, you know just keep falling down, falling down, and just you know, find something well a- Abraham
0: Lincoln, who's my favorite president, in case you didn 't know uh, is an incredible story about failures like if you and i don't know his life and i don 't want to butcher it but i'll but he ran for office like nine times before he won the presidency, not just the presidency, he ran for Congress, he ran for local government. He, I mean, he failed time and time and time again, and then now he's considered one, to be one of the greatest presidents of yeah. all time because he just kept getting up. Yeah, you know, was right me the right didn't time. Didn't pass the bar exam. Like there's a there's a million different uh, or didn't graduate from law school. Whatever it was. Like if you look at his, and I'll and I'll it'll be part of my um corrections for next week but abraham lincoln was a big fail guy before he before he had success so failing is the, the only time you fail is when you stop trying and i know that's so corny and cheesy and, uh, uh, and i hate when yeah. people start saying that type of stuff but it's true like as long as you keep getting up and keep trying i mean when
1: well, those are the nudges yeah right? so like if you're not good at something that's a nudge be like all right you better be better go yeah, over, yeah be yeah. better yeah. Or go over here
0: and try that yep yeah exactly yeah which is which is fine so so, so babson you go to babson and what happens so, at
1: Babson? Well one of the like you mentioned the other businesses. What He's got like Babson. I don't
0: I don't even how many <laughs> well, how many businesses are, are you <laughs> counting? <laughs>
2: Three at least. <laughs> Skimboards.
1: Cars Cars. Like tents. tents. Yeah. Yeah. And then jobs and then working for, you know jobs, jobs yeah. all along the way. Yeah. yeah. But so walk well, in, I loved you know, loved classes at Babson. And then uh in the cafeteria they had a table set up for one of those painting companies. Um and you could run your own franchise. I remember, yeah, remember, I, remember college stuff? college pro or right. something like that. So it was the idea. The table was like, don't get a job this summer, get a business. Yep. I'm like, I don't even care what the business is, I'm in. I'm, I'm going right. to do that. Right, yep. right. Yep. Now, that you, yep. now we're talking, you can tell like, that's, that, that's my table. I'm thing. doing that.
2: That's
0: my table, right? Yeah.
1: So signed up on the spot, I'm in, uh, couldn't wait to be a part of it. Freshly, so 18 years old. And yep. so, long story short, my summer business experience was running this painting company every yep. summer, including, uh, I had the franchise for Duxbury, so painting. Okay. Uh, you know, about 100 homes in Ducksburg. Really? So, you know, as we go around town, yeah.
0: So you can drive around town and say, I painted that. <laughs> right.
1: Remember the customers. Some of the things went that. well. Some of the things that didn't go well. Yeah. But uh, anyway, for me, that was I was all in. Because you're you're training guy, training painters. You're, um, you're, so you're you were
0: hiring other college, college kids? College kids. You,
1: yeah. In that time, older than me as yeah. well, like upperclassmen. Because yeah. I was a freshman. Uh, I didn't know painting at the time. I had to go train and learn it. Um, I had to find them. And you're, you're selling the jobs. You're buying the equipment. Everything. Yeah. And they uh, give
0: you a it, truck or anything you have to no, get- give
1: you anything no you're literally you're running your own business that's like the thing and then you you have to interview the employees you have to buy your own truck so my trucks were like beat down like blue van i, I ended up over time over the years i got two two vans gone wow and a, and, a, and a different vehicle as well and then Three, three. Yeah. But the funny thing is, you know, like the fleet, it means the fleet is all broken down at the same time. Right. Like so there was one day I'm driving down High Street. I got one broken down on one side near near Osborne has come up the hill. Yeah. And then the other is broken down the other side. You know, and just (laughs) that's going to be a long day.
0: Yeah. No painting got done that day.
1: No, no, it was was all everything that could go wrong and every problem you could ever have would happen there. And so to learn that in college. Like invaluable, yeah. Like every like every complaint, having to fire employee, having to hire employee, how to motivate and recruit and retain talent, how to like you know like we're buying them drinks on a hot on a hot day, or yeah. you know, try to keep people engaged into the into the business.
0: And that that carried through all the way through to your your dynamic company, which we'll get to. Yeah. Uh, but that's you know that's there. So for those that don't know, Dan built and eventually sold a company called Vynamic. Did I say it right? You did. It's like dynamic with Dynamic with a V. With a v. Yep. Vynamic. <laughs> I don't know what they did. He's, and Dan's going to explain that, but they had a reputation, uh, at least from what I could f- figure out and find out on the internet, because I was creeping on him <laughs> a long time ago. I actually creeped on you a long time ago. Like, who? who's this guy moving from Philadelphia? This is who's curious. this character I got to <laughs> deal with? Jesus, I'm going to look him up. <laughs> Uh, see if i can Mary get some Bridget. see if i see if i can get some dirt on them um <laughs> they kicked me out of the city or something yeah right? yeah <laughs> right. came back. came back home. had to come home um so i do know that you built a great culture for that company so that's obviously some of the stuff that you learned when you were running college pro or yeah. whatever the name of them
1: yeah well i i got to put it to practice right yeah. like and so um really like now hearing the story about where i how i grew up that really the thing that kind of that's that Capt- captured me, maybe saved me, kind of like you know, made me engaged into society. Frankly, was business and work and being yeah. able to do something productive, yep. right? um And you know, like just what I mean by like the engagement, it's just like something to do. Something yeah, to be like benef- beneficial. Yeah, and with. proud of. Yeah, and so I wanted to share that with other people. Like I just like deep down, way inside, you can see my excitement on it. It's, yeah, it's. If, I, if you're not, if you're
0: listening on the radio, <laughs> the, the excitement. I mean, like games. I'm about to fly out the window because of the energy in the room right now. Right. So I, it's, I, he might have more energy than me. That's <laughs> high. Oh, no way. Seeing you on the ice. Yeah. So con- continue. I didn't right. mean to cut you so off. It just, that,
1: in, in depth, like how work can be a positive thing. Everyone spends so much time at it. All the hours you put into it to make it not be a miserable experience yeah. for people. And t- unfortunately, too many people have a miserable experience at companies. There's too many crappy companies out there. I agree. And so the idea Crowd is-
0: Crowd like, landing is not one.
1: Right. All you gotta Very, do is walk in here for a second. You and can you feel can feel it. it. Yeah.
0: Yeah, you can feel the energy. But, but you there has to be a stop or some stops along the way between Babson and, and Vynamic. Because how old are you now?
1: Are we just going uh, all in? How old are you? <laughs> but,
0: <laughs> just answer the question. I'm the host. Why don't these guests understand? I'm it's the host. Just, it just means that I you ask, ask the questions. Can we it is answer. Yes. Truthfully. <laughs> all right. All right. I'm in my forties. am I'm, unbe- I'm in the. I'm in my forties. What, I mean, what are you? like? I'm, a,
1: I'm your senior. Forty-eight. Forty-eight. Okay. Forty-six. Right. You, you yeah. Say, I, yeah. No, all right.
0: Uh, Go on. Call, just call me out now. Yeah. I've <laughs> Rupier, I'm not embarrassed by my age. I'm a I'm a spry 46 years old. Okay, you're flying down the ice, flying right. down the yeah. ice. Yeah. All right, you're 48. So you graduate college at 21. There's a yeah. there's a big span started, between started
1: dynamic 28.
0: So so you started dynamic at 28. Yeah, 2002. Okay. So what did you there's do a, between 21? Between right.
1: there's a lot going on. So I graduated high school in 92. So 96 was Babson's yep. graduation. 96 to 02, a lot going
0: on. A lot going on. <laughs> These podcast. <laughs> f- tune in next week <laughs> for a lot going on with Dan Calista. Mr. Calista. There's nobody
1: coming back for that Desert
0: episode, Dan. <laughs> Desert Dan. No one's coming back for that. <laughs> no he said. that. <laughs> yeah, skip next episode. All right, <laughs> right. so, no, so what do you mean a lot? There's a lot going on, like, yeah,
1: you know. uh, it's just, yeah, a lot, a lot of form, like just doing working hard at stuff. So, what kind of stuff? Well, all right, so I so I'm in Bass, I'm like, I'm I'm making good money painting houses. Right? Yeah. So, you know, like, but I was making like twenty twenty five thousand dollars 25000 a
0: year. Making, painting houses. Painting houses. Yeah.
1: And I think I'm on top of the world. I think it's just amazing. Can't get any better. Right? Can't get be better. So like people are interviewing for jobs. I'm like, I'm not interviewing for any jobs. Like, I'm going to paint houses. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not going to paint houses, but I'm doing something. So yeah. do you remember uh, in the South Shore, a coffee chain called Quick Ava? Yeah, a, I
0: gonna do. Uh, but I'm, I'm going to uh, cut you right. off. I'm going to just like, stop it, right there because want? I'd like to... Uh, give a little plug speaking of coffee shops i'd like to give a little plug to a local coffee shop poor coffee shop okay poor is owned by the guy that i played the member guest with nice. he's got four coffee shops one in cohasset two in norwell one in hanover everybody that listens to this podcast should go to poor and get a cup of coffee and tell the lady at the front desk or the cashier that you listen to everybody needs a nudge and you'll get nothing for free but it'll be really funny, and Mike will laugh. <laughs> so poor right. coffee shops. I'm I sorry. like poor. Good. You like there. it? Yeah. I've You've been, been there. there. Yeah. Because we went to the, we, the we, my, Dan and I have coffee every once in a while, a couple of times a year. We like to we see each other constantly, right? But sometimes we just like to sit down and have a cup of coffee and
1: and we analyze the coffee shops business. And we an-
0: <laughs> <laughs> right? But but we also do a whole bunch of other stuff, right? Like I bunch of bounce a whole bunch of ideas off of you about what's going on at crowd lending. Because I because I like to hear what because he, of what he did at Vynamic, like how do I get that kind of energy over here? Dan is getting into real estate at the at, at you know post Vynamic life, and so we bounce some ideas off of that, and and so but we we'd like to judge coffee shops. <laughs> so I I respect his opinion on the coffee shop, and, and you like poor. I love poor, Yeah, love poor. So hmm. go to poor, Cohasset, two in Norwell, one in Hanover. I
1: see poor mugs on your future podcast table
0: mike shesky send me some mugs okay <laughs> that's it that's my plug free that's a free plug for any social business that would like to have a free plug <laughs> you have to bring me some stuff He had to. I, he had to pay for me to play golf for four days to get that so that's the price <laughs> that's right expensive. there okay it's very it <laughs> was not cheap um anyway he's a good friend i've been a friend for 15 years and um, He's killing it, just killing it with these coffee shops. Sounds
1: like a future guest.
0: Yeah, Mike would be a great guest. But he's one of the guys that I talked to, and he's like, I don't know. He's got an incredible story, like incredible story about um, just his whole life. He grew up in Situate, and I, I don't want to digress, but he's got two boys going to Williams, but we'll get him on the show. All right, so quick cava.
1: Yeah, so... And this is a story of basic failures, right? So yeah. uh, at a school, I'm like, I'm going to, I'm going to buy a franchise. I didn't even drink coffee at the time, but you, and you know, you, you now know my love of, uh, analyzing the shops, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. I was studying like, you know, operations management and they had the double drive through windows going yep. on. And so it was all about the flow of people coming and going. And, um, so I, you know, graduated from, from college, going to start a franchise. My dad, dad was really interested in it. Um, uh, and wanted to like, you know, get involved in some way as well and it just months went by like zoning permitting we're gonna you know build it you know, where were you putting it in it was um, in uh, new hampshire londonderry new hampshire okay we had, had a site selected the whole thing and it just became cost prohibitive with just Way things are going. As it turns out, the the whole franchise is no longer yeah, around. Yeah, no longer so, around. So yeah. it worked out. I, I expected to be like, you know, meet my future wife like through the window. Right,
2: right. Know, yeah, I mean, you had a to, note on there. You, had it, all, right. you know, yeah. had it all, right? Yeah, it all planned out. Oh. You know? Here's your here's your
0: cre- coffee with cream <laughs> <sugar, laughs> and sugar, <laughs> and I love you. Will you marry me? <laughs> Write a note on number that. one. <laughs> number one, four, three. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Teresa, one, four, three, <laughs> Teresa, one, four, three. It's Mr. Callista. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> Imagine that. That's incredible. Londonderry, New Hampshire. <laughs> I know. That's so sweet. He's such a it sweet guy. It didn't work out. Well, thank well, God, because yeah, you got yeah. Bridget. Uh, right, Bridget. So, yeah, he a, still loves you, Bridget. He's not Bridget looking story. for Teresa from Londonderry, <laughs> New Hampshire. Okay? So <laughs>
1: like that, that didn't work out. So I had, a, had to get a job or I had to get something going, and uh, I found Consulting. And okay. so basically the short of that was the, the, the people that I respected the most at Babson had gone into consulting. I didn't really understand consulting. At no,
0: I, and I don't to this point. And so, so how old are you when you go into consulting?
1: I was 23 years old or
0: so, okay. 22. So I, I don't, and I don't mean to be fresh here, but if a 23-year-old came in and tried to tell me, and I don't know if this is what you were doing, but tried to tell me how to run my business, I would be like, get out of here. You have no business experience. That's what I would say at Crowland. At,
1: crowd at crowd lending.
0: <laughs> yeah, be like beat it. Be <laughs> 23, and yeah. I don't need so to the, listen to you. In, which in, is, in, is probably closed-minded, right? And I should probably listen to other ideas. And probably if you stuck around long enough, I would start to listen to you. But <laughs> right, like who's I, what guy? I guess I guess what I'm trying to say is in sort of a joking way is it must have been hard to break into consulting at such a young age Oh, well, i
1: wasn't starting on my own so i was joining a, a big firm okay um, all right
0: we left that part over. yeah
1: that's that's a huge, a huge <laughs> and it, basically i went there because it was a, a training ground right these these firms like you mentioned uh you know pwc uh, yeah. previously I, I i got to join accenture don't say boring to me please, i won't don't, don't do it
0: root bill said it
2: <laughs> <Boring>. moving on <laughs> <laughs> All right. wake up listeners yeah.
1: All right, so
0: this is the yeah. sleepy time part of the show <laughs> if you would like to take a nap I will wake you up in 10 minutes with a much better joke than the one he's about to tell <laughs> I don't know where to go <laughs> yeah you went to some right. stupid, some stupid bi- company, yeah, right? big company where right. you were pushing the paper around right. doing your thing whatever consulting <laughs> But yeah, so it's, it's but you learned but you learned
1: you learn, but it's a great experience. I, like I was, I'm giving you a hard time about you know what you said to Nick because because yeah. uh, it's a great experience. Yeah, you get to work with great people, incredible companies. You might not know a, a lot yet, but you're learning from the team around you. Yeah, and then and then you progress well and have a great you know way to keep learning continuously. And so I was working in that environment, and eventually I was like, "There's got to be a better way." Yeah. But before I go there, I got to tell the, the Bridget story. Well,
0: so before you go there, <laughs> I think there's so but much me. value. <laughs> I think there's so much value in young kids getting out and going into the workforce and working someplace where they're around a whole bunch of people of varying ages. I was so worried that this home work from home thing was going to stick for young people. Like, it's okay for me. I could manage because I kind of have my worlds, right? And, I mean, I love the energy in here and I love coming in, but I was so worried about, like, my kids coming out of college and, like, not having a accenture or a pwc where a whole 50 people go and it's like oh it's friday eve let's all go out drinking and having a great time and meeting people and right and getting out in the environment instead it's like well i'm you know i'm gonna close up my laptop here and you know yeah. i'm gonna go yeah, do some virtual yoga. cheers yeah on the, on a virtual cheers right. like i was worried about that so 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 back, but back to you that that was my no, I'm, I'm with
1: you it's, it's yeah. You know, how do you learn and and uh, you know working away at stuff yeah getting the, the shared experiences
0: yep
2: Agreed. Uh,
1: together, and so uh, one of my projects was at a, a huge insurance company, uh, and it was I was not happy to be there. It was my first assignment. Okay. Um, and it was it was kind of fun. Like I trained, I, I joined this company. I worked so hard. I had failed at my business before that coming yep. out of college. I needed I needed to get a real job. Yeah. I finally get in there. I'm training. And then I'm unstaffed. And I'm unstaffed for like weeks. What
0: does that mean? Unstaffed. So Meaning?
1: basically, I went to this huge training experience. They fly to Chicago and and get trained in like you know whole whole six week process, and then like you're. Your people that you're joining with are all getting assigned to projects,
0: okay. right? I'm not getting picked. right? You're not getting picked.
1: Right. I'm like a sports all over again, right? Right.
0: <laughs> Last one picked. I'll take Colesta. Went, right.
1: So I go. I go to. So we, have a, we have staffing coordinators. I'm like. <laughs> I meet with the staffing coordinator. I'm like, like just, just give me a chance. Like, <laughs> put me on the, put me on the field, right. coach. Put me on the field. Just, just something. Yeah. Like, at least let me, like, you know, fail, you know, there. You know, what? you wouldn't believe that I went and created a whole consulting firm afterwards. Right. So I'm like begging to be on this project. And she's like, no, no, seriously, don't worry. It's not you. It's just the slower, slower time. You know, this is the <laughs> not slower Not you, right it's now. me. That's what Teresa
0: from Londonderry said. Not you, it's me. <laughs> right.
1: The spilt that just dropped yeah, the coffee. Yeah, don't call me. I'll call you. <laughs> Poor London <laughs> Um.
0: He's doing just fine now. Stop making those faces, okay? <laughs> I, can, I can just picture it. It's right. making me so sad. He has the sweetest face. I know. I know. Yeah, poor guy. <laughs> uh, you know the, the, luckily, we're you
1: know, this, this is why people you don't like have to feel you. feel bad for him, right? Me. You know, yeah, right. It's all okay. It's, it's all, all okay, fine. It's fine. I got a great, great wife. Married he, well. Yeah, he made it. You know? He made it. He's he good. Married good. over my skis. hundred percent. Um, and so, I don't know
0: where I'm going. <laughs> so do you so you you're unstaffed, then you are staffed. Yes, yeah,
1: so I get staffed. So I finally get on a project. First day, it's an insurance company, and they like you know uh, nearby, and it's like I'm like oh my gosh, like meanwhile people are flying are like all around the country, incredible right. companies, I'm like all right, so I'm not thrilled to be there in the first place. I get there, and I'm working the first afternoon, and one like, of these people go home, like they just never go home. They're just there. I'm like all right, just you know you're not really you don't, I don't know anything yet, right? right? So I'm just right. doing whatever I can, get instructions, do X Y Z on this you know, presentation for tomorrow morning, and then that that uh, partner goes home, a senior executive goes home. A different, more junior senior manager says, actually that's not what we want to do. We'll change it. I stay till midnight changing the whole thing. Again okay. the next morning, the partner shows up. Where's my deck? Where's my presentation? And it's like what well, she told me to change it.
0: L- loses loses his it on
1: completely loses his mind on me. He's like, You never, you know, don't disobey me again. Completely. I'm like, Oh my goodness. I just I got fired. <laughs> on my first day of this job, that I so I'm like, no, no, I stay till midnight. I'll do whatever. I'll k- k- right. do whatever it takes. And so that was a, that was a moment. That so was you got nudge. fired. I almost did. Yeah, okay. I almost did. So like it was, it was like a warning. Yeah. My first day
0: <laughs> he didn't even get through his first day. His <laughs> first day. So that's <laughs> when you know that you need to go on on your own.
1: Well, it's, it's That's much. one of yeah, the nudges. Exactly. Like I remember your story about you know some other you know. Yeah, you know, you work just, with I just was a
0: bad. I was a bad employee.
1: Right. You. Working hard, but it's Yeah, working okay. hard, but a bad employee.
0: So, so I,
1: I meet Bridget though at that project. At then. that project. Yeah. So that same client. So it ended up, the project gets bigger and more and more, you know, like just tons of people there. And, but I didn't know Bridget yet. And I was, just, you know, she was one of the consultants on the team.
0: Amazing. So the, 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 the Krakava nudge sends you to this firm, which sends you to this insurance company. And then you get married from there. Right. I mean, that's yeah. amazing.
1: And the, and the reason she, we were even really f- friends. I was working on reports, and that was, like, my big job. I scheduled a meeting with a mailroom, and I needed her to join the meeting with a mailroom <laughs> at this insurance company, which was the first person ever to schedule a meeting with a mailroom. <laughs> and she blew off the meeting.
0: With the mailroom. So would have I. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she went, this guy wants me to meet with oh, the mailroom? <laughs> are you kidding me? Exactly. What?
1: And I was so pissed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and she was like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Guy. Beat it. Yeah. And then uh, months later, she called back. She's like, hey, remember that mailroom meeting? Like, what did you guys decide on that? So that was just really her pickup line, I think. That, oh, that was her. <laughs> I think. You that that
0: was like her move, like put her arm around you at the movie theater <laughs> move. Like, I'll have some popcorn. Mailroom meeting. Whatever that move, you know, put your hand in the popcorn <laughs> when her hand goes in. Stupid things she did when you were in like eighth grade. Oh, God. So then you marry her. Right. How old?
1: Uh, so 2002, I was uh, 28 um, and uh, yes, yeah, you know, 20 years ago.
0: So you, so you get married and start Vynamic in the all same, same year.
1: year. Yeah. And that, you know, that uh, and so it was, was not a coincidence is 2001, 9-11 happened. Yeah. I was in Manhattan. I was working in New York City during that time. And just like a lot of people just really shaken by all the events and like, times now you got yeah. like what am i waiting for i gotta do it so i proposed and i quit my job and i started a company
0: just like let's that oh yeah
1: let's go and then and, but, but did I, you I, I proposed got married in september i quit my by thanksgiving i quit my job didn't have any clients yet my, my in-laws were oh, like
0: incredible move <laughs> that's just awesome i'm gonna <laughs> marry a daughter then i'm gonna quit my job <laughs>
1: And what she, do you think of that, and Pops? She ke- and she kept her job, too. She was still working uh, at the of same Of course company. she did. Someone right.
0: had to support the family. Right. So, you deadbeat. Yeah.
1: So that's that's what I was told Amazing. at Thanksgiving table. Yeah. <laughs> that
0: you were a deadbeat? Yeah.
1: Yes. My <laughs> father-in-law was not too happy. He, I, I can't imagine. He I not a business. He says, that's no business. That's not a business.
0: That's what he said? Yeah.
1: <laughs> so. <no. laughs> hey, no, but he business now. Right. Yeah, but he was right at the time. Yeah. So I get no, it. Well, I not really, though.
0: though. It's a business if you make it a business. Right. Exactly. It's your business. That's what you should It's my business. <laughs> it's my business. Pass the mashed potatoes.
2: Right. Right. Like, been, what a
0: line that would have been. Yeah, this is my house. Get out. Fine. I'm leaving. Can I have some money? <laughs> <laughs> for gas. I, uh, it's a long ride. Go, right. It's a long ride home. I need some gas money. Yeah. And some mashed potatoes. It's My business. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. So do you start the business in Philly? Where do you start the business?
1: Uh, in New York City. We're living in New York yep. at the time. Um, and so it just kind of moved with a business and moved with a company over the years bridget and i actually lived in we've been married 20 years we've had 10 different primary residences in those 20 years
0: jeez that's a lot of moving a
1: lot of moving right why what are you running
0: from what's your real name (laughs) not mr calista not mr calista it's something else it's like dead bodies in pembroke somewhere (laughs)
2: Dead body, Dan. (laughs) Dead body, Dan.
0: (laughs) Ten primary residents in twenty years. That's just kept
1: moving because you know it's part of the sacrifices. Like just FBI. If you'd
0: like to call me, I can give you the dirt on Desert Dan. Maybe there's a different reason why. Maybe there's a different reason. Because isn't that where the mafia buries bodies in the in the desert?
1: Hey, zip it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you're next. Uh well so so you but you eventually end up in Philadelphia for a little yeah. for for a stretch, right? For yeah, quite a while, Yeah. Uh, 12 years. Yeah. So And um, that's where you really so C, how, the your oldest really CC grew. is how old? 14 uh, 14. Now, 14. So. so that's where you really 15, raised yeah. the family. Yeah. Until 3 or 4 years ago you moved to Duxbury, right. right? Okay. Right. right before COVID. And so that so what was what does cuz Dynamics still around. I mean, you sold it, but it's still around. Yeah. What do it's they do? Great
1: yes yeah, so <laughs> like he looked he, he looked over yeah
0: he looked over like is this what's this jerk gonna set me up <laughs> no, for right. when is
1: he gonna <laughs> tell me to zip it <laughs> <Right>. wake up <laughs> yeah yeah all right so we're yeah let me know companies. go ahead go ahead all right, all right, right, hold right, on I let me get my phone so i can t- go on twitter <laughs> all right yeah that yeah, so, uh anyway, riveting oh so yeah uh, healthcare healthcare unbelievable yep. management great consulting strategic planning <laughs> <laughs> no i'm serious right. what is it all right so we're a consulting firm healthcare companies are our clients but what makes us special is are the people, just okay. like any consulting company. And so I focus the company's V for dynamic is V for values okay. and vitality, like having some like actually life and vibrancy
0: in the in 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 the among the workforce. And so our we, the
1: type of work we would do would be for healthcare companies of projects, what any like strategic planning, technology implementations, the, the stuff that's gonna make your yeah. eyes roll. Yeah, hood. yeah. But uh, and so we we deploy teams of people working across sectors.
0: So you would you would send a group of people into if crowd lending was in healthcare, you would send a group of people into the office to work. Yeah, on. mostly on
1: site. But we did it. so for pharmaceutical companies, many brand launches, big like drug launches. Okay. Um, for health um, health plans, it'd, it'd be regulatory work, you know, Obamacare kind of regulatory stuff. Yeah. Um, for uh, health tech companies, it'd be you know new, So how new did you uh,
0: how did you land in that in the healthcare world?
1: If I like to say, I've, I followed the Vs, I follow the values. So basically I built a company around people. Now, you know, the story of like how important I felt like the team was Yeah. and why I got out of it, you know, my previous consulting experience to start this company in the first place. It's not like the world need another consulting company. No, right? they don't. This, right. But they need many more pl- beautiful and, and vibrant places to work. Yep. Right. And so like, that's what I wanted to create. And so what better industry than consulting because it's so people intensive. And so it basically created a, an environment where everybody wanted to work yeah. at that place. And so at, v- at dynamic, Miami, yeah. right. And so then the work we did, you asked what brought us to healthcare. It was, it's because it's the, it's the industry of our time in many ways, right? It's, it's front page news. It's impacts all of our lives. So if we can't be a physician or a healthcare professional, maybe we can still help the industry.
0: Got it. Okay. So was your first client a healthcare client?
1: Uh, no, (laughs) it wasn't a retailer, right? It was a a retailer. retailer, Yeah. And so we got an opportunity to eventually get a healthcare client and we went all in on that. And And that was one of the big decisions. It was like, at one point we were like 80% healthcare. I'm like, we're a healthcare company. Let's go. Right. And it connected with our value system. Yeah. So we got, but I would bring the, I brought the team together. Like, let's talk about this. Let's let's vote on it and go from there.
0: So what sort of stage in the growth did you realize that you were that healthcare was the way you wanted to be. Was it early on? Was it? Was it? I oh, had one retailer and you had one healthcare, and I was like, "Well, I, I hate this retailer guy. I'm gonna. I want to really work in the healthcare."
1: I'd say it evolved. It, it became clear with actually, it was it was probably like with the like 2008 um, like recession. Yeah. Right. Like you had to like really look hard at your business, and so it was a great opportunity. Like like any kind of recession or any any problems were happening to like make the hard choices. Yeah. And like, hey team, we are a healthcare company. This is the work we love doing anyway. And so let's go all in on it. So right. I think it was like by looking harder at the business and 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 therefore improving the business, it was like let's go all in. Let's make you know and where other other companies were like you know we do healthcare, we do retail, we do other things. Yeah. This is this. So is instead awesome.
0: of being in a, a jack of all, you were a right. master of one.
1: Yeah, get yeah. in one. But then healthcare is so vast and complex. Yeah. You you're not going to get bored of it. Like, right. There's so many. Because there's a
0: million different things you can right. do in healthcare.
1: And then the things we did were like you know like you know, part of our value system was like i am in control of where i work and what i do so at, at my f- previous consulting firm like you are assigned projects at dynamic you get to select the work that you do and
0: okay so what happens if like you got all these people and they all want to work on the johnson and johnson file and nobody wants to work on the smith and jones file what do you do then don't work with smith and jones they're out it's, it's literally simple as that yeah they're out you just yeah,
1: say- and it's like sorry and we you have a stage gate before you contract with smith and jones you make sure you have a team member that wants to do it. Yeah. Right. But if you, if I go and I, I work hard to sell the work to Smith and Jones and I come back to the office and we had these conversations, mm-hmm. it was like, I, I can't find anyone to do this project. I hate this policy. Just force them to freaking do the project. Yeah. And I'm like, sorry, no, it's not doing it. Cause it's such a short term decision. If, if Rupier didn't want to be a, a producer for the podcast, she didn't have a choice. It. Yeah. She didn't. <laughs> she's,
0: First so, of all, this was her idea. No, right. so it's like you know, yeah. whatever I tell her to do as it relates to the podcast, she has to do now because I, all I say is, "Well, you, this was your idea."
1: <laughs> well, it, it, yeah. So but she, that's part it, of it. That's that exactly what it. you're saying. Like she
0: wanted to do a podcast. You Just and,
1: captured it exactly because every project has its like tough times. Like so, in the beginning of this, like she's trying to figure out the, yeah. the audio, and she's
0: never worked with one of these boards in her life, right. right? Before five weeks ago, six weeks right. ago. But she gets to
1: learn it. It's an interest of hers. Now
0: she's like one DMC on the thing. Amazing. Mixing yeah. songs to, and stuff. Yeah. She brings it to parties on Thursday eve, so right. eves or Friday eves.
2: Side hustle. Yeah. Right. Smart. See?
0: <laughs> Hashtag. A side hustle should be called a Mr. Callista now. Because <laughs> that's all he ever did with side hustles. So, so that's interesting. So you had to pitch, you were like, you were you were running triage on both ends, right? You yeah. you were going out and trying to go to we're using Smith Jones, but right. we're using you were going out and say Smith Jones, we can help you do X, and then you would have to go back and say, hey team, I've got this project, and if everybody said no,
1: right? So you better hype it. So you better like Smith and Jones. This is the next. This big is thing. it, baby. Yeah, we are right. in. Right, right. Smitty we're and this Jonesy, we're, get, we're yeah. getting down with so, them. It, and so I ca- like to call it like healthy tension. Right, yeah. it's healthy tension. it creates like don't sell work no one wants to do. Yeah. Right.
0: So, so so were there actually times where you would you would land a deal and bring it back? We wouldn't.
1: We wouldn't land it. We wouldn't contract. It. We'd have a lead. Yeah. Off frequently, frankly, maybe because it was in a different location. Because the other big thing in consulting is that usually you get sent out of town, okay. right? you, Like the, the myth, the feeling about consulting is like you got to be you working with these giant companies. You're on a plane Monday through Thursday or yeah. Monday through Friday. That was my life in my twenties, and but you're forced to do it. So if we would land like by basing the company in Philadelphia, then eventually open a Boston office, we would work in, in these healthcare hubs. So we had local clients. Yeah. But if we got a, a job somewhere else and no one wanted to go there, sorry, we're, sorry not we're, not, we're not doing it. Yeah.
0: So did you have people calling? I mean, at some point y- y- the company got obviously big enough to draw some attract some attention from, from bigger companies. Right. And, and so were you getting calls from companies and then being like, yeah, sorry, we're not going to Idaho. Sorry. We're not going to,
1: well, it, it's a relationship business. You're developing the relationship and you're learning what we can do. And, but we, we'd get opportunities and yeah you know, sorry. You know, can we do it? Can we do it remote? Or can we do it a different way? Can we go occasionally? Or right. sorry, we don't have anyone available right now. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, scarcity. I mean, it's a good sign too. I'd, I'd say we were probably the most yeah. staffed consulting firm. We had a hundred consultants and they were all booked all the time. Wow. You know, just not like it was that busy. That's
0: yeah. So, that's busy. Yeah. It's a lot Everyone's to manage,
1: working. right? Exactly. So it's it's so there's tension points. Like, why are you doing this project versus that one? But then we created a an incentive set. Like, you know, so everybody was trained on sales. Literally, like every consultant. And you, sales gets a bad reputation. Like, I don't want to be salesy, right? But you have to understand how to spot opportunity and how to develop it so that we're s- selling work that people want to do.
0: Yeah, and that was the but. But talk a little bit. You had a, like a whole bunch of other like little things that you did, and you mentioned ZMail to me at one point. So tell. What's what was Zmail?
1: Is CrowdLending ready for Zmail?
0: No, CrowdLending cannot. Yes, no. it
1: can. I I want to give you a Zmail challenge for, <laughs> for two weeks. That's all it takes. Give me no. two weeks. No. Let's see. No <laughs> root
2: beer.
0: <laughs> oh. Okay. If you do, right. if you were to do that, yep. you would ruin my life. <laughs> all right. Let's tell. Let's tell. What, what, tell. What Z-mail tell. Is. Tell everybody what Zmail so is. So like
1: instead of E, catch the Z's. Z Z z is how it's spelled.
0: Z the his wife actually came up with she it, right? She
1: did, right. And, and it was a policy. And the idea is like, we're, so we're all, like, we're always on. We're the first generation, really, of having this, like, these devices at us all the time. You wake up in the morning. Constantly you have, like, your on box. your phone,
0: getting right. texts, getting emails, right. sending texts, sending emails. Right. I'm guilty of it.
1: And the email in particular, because it's longer and it's like this communication of, like, you know, this problem or I got, you know, something. And so we created a policy it's all it had to be that's why i just asked you it's easy to implement it's it's the best thing we ever did it's the lo- highest return lowest cost thing that any company can do and it's do not send any emails from this is all massive for 10 p.m at night to 6 a.m and nothing on saturday or sunday
0: no emails
1: so it, you can still call me if I, we work together call me or, or you know call nudge yeah you know, but but if you don't want to disturb you with a phone call because might be you know on the golf course somewhere on a weekend See what he did
0: on the golf course, <laughs> like Mr. Hey, Mr. Well, Mr. To Calista, you're thing. burying bodies in the <laughs> desert, moving <laughs> <laughs> to avoid the FBI. But that's fine. <laughs>
1: Keep moving. <laughs> yeah. What's so, the next stop? So uh, but if I don't want to disturb you with a phone call, then it's probably not worth an email. And so what I ask is, it's not a work curfew either. Work all weekend if you want. Like work when you when when inspiration strikes. I, yep. I believe in that, but uh, just don't put it on me or don't put it on you. And, uh, and then queue it up. And so it's, it's the best thing we ever did because you're in, bo- you know, over the weekend, you get people to check out. So from a team perspective, you get to disengage and then actually have some open think time, not to just like the ping pong back and forth. Yep. And uh, and then get refreshing, ready to go again.
0: So no emails from 10 p.m. to 6 a.m.
1: And nothing on a, on a Saturday, Sunday until Monday morning.
0: Nothing on a Saturday, Sunday until Monday morning at 6 p.m. 6am 6am
1: yep. so and if you have a company that is like hey wait we, we're open Saturdays my main right, point you, is create a policy that works for you right but like make it legit
0: right and stick to it
1: yeah right and so cash yourself so we would do we'd have things called a z bomb where at like 10 959 i send you an email i'm like nudge i want to meet with you first thing monday morning right that's a z bomb
0: yeah that's a z bomb you send that at like friday <laughs> yeah, night at 10 right.
1: yeah that's brutal
2: that's a tough right. yeah you
1: don't that's not cool
0: no at all can't do that yeah. right. right i'm going to do that to you i think yeah, <laughs> Amy. We, that's a nightmare. Yeah, we have a lot to talk <laughs> about Monday right. morning. If you
1: get stuff like that, that's a nightmare, right? No, I would about
0: see. All if I would yeah, be. I would, if, if I got that email, I would pick up the phone immediately and be like, "What do you? What do you need to talk to? Let's talk about it right now. Uh, no, I'm no. not going to think about it for three days.
1: Well, that's it. That's the point. And it's and it would be like, "No, hey, I have an idea for my next guest on the podcast.
0: Yeah, see, that's okay. Right. That's, right.
1: But you're like, just say that. Don't right. tell me you got to right. with me Monday I morning. I don't think
0: we. I don't think we drop bombs like that uh i i have a tendency i'll tell you what i have a tendency i wake up early like i'm up at like four thirty, four forty-five, um and i tend to send out emails at that time
1: and i'm as i don't work here yeah. Right? so <laughs> i'm not gonna get a chance to work here after this but i'm like i want to tell you
0: <laughs> i'm not gonna get a chance yeah, to work here yeah
1: this is it's a great place to work but the idea uh, root beers in, in, in the room here is if you waking up, say at you know the late hour of six a.m., yeah. your inbox is filled of five notes from you because you yeah. have a to-do list. I don't love that experience. Okay. I'd rather you wake up, have your morning, and, and then at a reasonable hour, like
0: okay, can I send emails? Can I send emails to third parties? Can I can I send it out to?
1: I, that's, that's advanced. Like so, when you start, that's that's the next step. That when you start thinking of your partners that way as well, it's a whole other level.
0: My part, okay. Your partners, as in your, your suppliers, as in my lawyers your, your, and
1: yeah. whoever I'm, yeah, cause,
0: whoever cause I'm we, bothering yeah. at 4:30 the, in the, the morning. The
1: ecosystem, right? I just like cue it up, write it, I draft it all night long, never sleep. Whatever, whatever it floats your boat. But don't send it until. Just don't send it. That's that's all. Don't put it on somebody else. I know there's email rules and all this stuff. You cannot turn off your email, turn off your phone. Don't sleep with your phone. It's just with you, right? It's just there. It's there. Yeah. All so the time. It's just an it's just an idea. Again, it costs you zero, and you get all the benefit. You get you get charged up employees, and it's a differentiator. And uh, hmm. as you might not like, we uh, you can it was a uh, we went on you know all kinds of press around. The yeah, country, it was cra- around it's crazy. It's a
0: lot of press. If you if you Google Mail, you were on all the talk right. shows and everything, right? right. Yeah. NPR, yeah, um,
1: different podcasts and Adam Grant. Different pod-
0: this is, So he's not a podcast rookie either. He came and in here, kind of like acting like, like <laughs> acting like a fool. Like, oh, what, what, what side of the mic do I use? He's an like, expert. He's been on like fifty <laughs> podcasts. <laughs> yeah. Unbelievable! Well, I
1: never told my nudge story though. You know all the You know until today. You know like, all all the failures
0: of all know. the failures and how you <laughs> got where you are. So <clears throat> so, when did you start? So write Zmail. Z- we'll, we'll discuss that at the next uh, company meeting.
1: Saturday morning, you know, nine a.m. Yeah, <laughs> 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 I'll,
0: I'll let you know when it is. Um, I do like the idea.
1: I, I so I'm the biggest. So we do his email challenge. I said. I'm big the
0: biggest. Um, I would be the biggest violator. Of well, it the,
1: starts on the top, and the way that I implement it, if, whether for you or anyone else listening, is, is start with your your leadership team. Yeah. Like, like you and Chris. Just, yeah. Just do it to each other. Try not, and like so, you get you might have inbound emails from your team, but you don't send anything out until Monday morning. They're gonna think, oh, "My gosh, what happened to?" Right. What happened what to? We we try
2: it. Maybe Mr. Callista got him. <laughs> <laughs> Zmails on. That's
0: it, Dan. Buried another one. (laughs) Does it again? (laughs) So how long? um, So how long was did were were you at Uh, Vynamic?
1: Founder, CEO for fifteen years. So two thousand two, two thousand seventeen, and I say you know the first five years it was like a company like would have put you to sleep. You're like, that just sounds so boring. You know, it was just like the early days. And yep. I share that because I think there's a lot of companies that are like that, just yeah. like trying to get through yeah, it. Yeah, like
0: grinding it out.
1: Keep sticking to it. Yeah. And then a couple of things came together right around year five. And in particular for me, so I self-funded the business. So I, was, I was a consultant. I was working in the business. I had no savings. I had no money at yeah. all. And so I'd build my own time. And then on n- nights and lunch breaks or something, I'd be calling other future employees, recruiting. You'd be or,
0: doing the, you'd be the, cons- you were a consultant and you were the executive. Yeah. And you weren't making any money as the executive,
1: you, right? I, the, you I weren't was, drawing a salary for being no, the executive, billing my time, billing your time, and I as a consultant, right? So I'd hire, you know, I had like two or three people, and we could only meet, you know, after hours or something. Right. You know, it'd be like there's no time to talk. You know, go over dinner or something, yeah. Um, and then only when we got about, I uh, actually got up to ten people, and it was, you know, it's like running crazy. My, my Caroline was just born, living, we're living in Connecticut at the time. Yeah, I was doing a project up in New Hampshire personally. I had, most of my team was in Philadelphia. And I'm just crisscrossing. I'm like, something's got to give, yeah. right? And so a lot of ways, there's another story is that as an entrepreneur, I was nervous about being a parent. And the idea of another healthy nudge that honestly is a game changer is, is being a parent. Uh, not only did it make me a better human being just by being more empathetic, but also like thinking about my time differently. So Bridget, Caroline, and I picked up our bags, left Connecticut, went to Philadelphia, and I was like, yeah. let's give this a shot. Yeah, And that, that opened up the next phase. And so without Caroline being born, I wouldn't have been able to realize that
0: right you wouldn't have made the move to philadelphia right
1: and i want to just constant and stop being billable right because i was like i got to be a parent i gotta like i gotta run this business and i gotta yeah. do so many things yeah, and so yeah, i yeah. focused in and and i think also like busy like all of us like it, it, whether you have a job like almost like the more you can take a step back and, and think about the impact and not be just stressed out and short with everybody and just yeah. like get some perspective on things
0: well i can tell you that um covid what I what we dealt with here at crowdlending for covid we kept everybody on that was that was our main goal but it was a lot of negativity not not from the people that were working here but from our borrowers and 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 the market and the messaging and the noise and the news and everything that was coming at us was like what's going to happen in real estate oh my god and and towns were shutting down Towns were shutting, town halls were shutting down, so you couldn't get permitting done. You couldn't get inspections done for all these guys that are doing fix and flips. Now they're stalled out. Now they're like, well, we can't pay you. It went three months over what it was supposed to. Can you defer those payments, right? And like, we're getting it from all different sides. And Chris and I made a conscious effort to be like, okay, we have to, we have to meet in person with, his, with whoever's comfortable to meet in person. During the COVID time, and we didn't do it in Boston because you couldn't go in the office in Boston. We were meeting at Chris's house in Marshfield, uh, a little summer cottage, and but those meetings were so important to making sure that the company came out on the other side of COVID. And I don't mean from a lending standpoint or a business. We we would have been. I'm saying from a personnel personnel standpoint, right? We because we were all kind of like in the trenches together, not. Sitting behind a computer trying to do a Zoom meeting, they just and and that's when I realized the value of face to face, you know, meetings and contact and conversations. It's just so important.
1: And it sounds like the, and how talented your team, like how talent shines in times of crisis. Yeah, I like that I'd like was to a true so. crisis. Like yeah. your team rose to the occasion. And like You're, to think you're so. as better as ever.
0: Yeah, yeah, I would agree. I would agree. Yeah. And 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 we got new members and so, but so eventually. And this is interesting to me. Eventually, people come start sniffing around Vynamic, right? I mean, to, to 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 buy you up, right? So what yes. what was that? What was the forget about? I don't care about the financial side of it. Doesn't matter. What was that like emotionally for you? To you built this thing, and now people are like, hey, I I want what you built.
1: Yeah, you know, it was, it was a process. You think about the dynamic story of of being team first, and it kind of in the the embodiment of our team. We were just we were at a point in the company where people were like all right, what's next, you know, yeah. and, and where where are we going. And so we had a series of conversations about all right, you know, what's how's the best way to grow and you know, is it best to be uh you know, a, a single owner company. I was like a you know, it, it was operated, you know, very professionally, but you know, in the But it was uh, it, you you, you yeah, you own
0: the company. Right, yeah,
1: right. And so you know, started looking at, it. so eventually started to see like, well, what's out there? You know, because a consulting company, you don't start a consulting company really sell a consulting company. Yeah. One of the nice things about services, businesses, you know, in such as even, um, you know, in the construction industry is that you can make money as you go. Yeah. Versus a technology company. I think a lot of people want to start a tech company right out of the gate. I think services have a positive in that you can finance it through operations.
0: Right. Operations finance the yeah, business, which up. is what crowd lending does. Yeah. Same yeah. thing, right? Yep.
1: So it's, it's a powerful way to start a company and, and build a business. and uh, And so started looking in the marketplace and uh, basically actually end up doing a process to see what would be out there. And yeah. we had, we had you know, people that, that would maybe poke around a little bit, but it was, you know, nothing like too serious. Yeah. And then ev- eventually um, we found a great company and a company called UDG healthcare, which is an Irish, um, th- pharmaceutical services company that wanted an advisory business. They didn't have it and they wanted it in the United States and they wanted a vibrant culture. And, uh, you and, checked and, all those boxes yeah, we did.
0: So you go through that process. And then you sell, and are you like, well, you had to stay on for a little while, right? Yes. It's a couple of years. What'd you stay on for, a couple of years?
1: Uh, I stayed on for about 15 months. Yeah. It was supposed to be a little longer. It was supposed to be it was supposed to like, like three years. Yeah. And the company's like, we're doing fine. We're, yeah. You know, yeah, beat
2: it. Yeah, yeah. Get out of here. <laughs> we're, all, we're all good. You're a murderer yeah. anyway. everyone's, everyone's moving on. It's a great team. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, but, so they're all, but, you know.
1: But
0: did, did, did Vynamic lose some of its identity as a result of the sale, do you feel like? Or, as a result step. of you leaving. I mean, I and I'm not. I don't. don't I mean, I'm not joking around. Yeah. I mean, you you were a big part of the culture that was built there. And you know, a fish dies from its head, right? So you cut off the head. Does the does that fish die? I,
1: I think it's like so. The guy the guy that runs the company today is a guy named Jeff Dill. He was really early hire. He and I were in the trenches together. Um, so he stayed on. He stayed on. Yeah, he was a COO at the time, and yeah. so he he runs the company today. And, and you know, we have very shared values, and uh, we we're in all the trenches of all the crazy fun stories and also all the challenging decisions we had to make along yep. the way are um, you still friends today absolutely okay yeah. Yeah, you're not yeah. mad at him <laughs> no are you
0: i feel like I, I feel like i'd be a little mad at him if, like, stayed on <laughs> i
1: think everyone should leave No, yeah, i mean i left you should leave too <laughs> this is over jeffrey <laughs> dynamics you know, the whole point was actually the, the fact that it can keep on going yeah and that's the thing i, I love and they've, they've held on to the name do you miss it um i, I miss absolutely i miss elements of it yeah um they, like one of the th- only thing that hurt so far is they changed the logo. We had like the I am color, and, uh, and so at dynamic, to celebrate the individual, everybody gets a color. You ch- well actually you, you you select a color, and so it would be represented in the I am of dynamic. And then they, I thought it was like the most brilliant, you know, the best logo ever. Right. And they just let that go into a more corporate logo. That's the only thing I wasn't I wasn't thrilled with.
0: They just said see you, to, to your colors.
1: But they kept the name. Don't
0: cry for him, Argentina. Are you kidding me? We're Jesus company, Christmas! He's doing is, wonderfully, and so is Dynamic. It thrives an electric car for crying out loud! <laughs> electric! It's unbelievable, too, by the way. Tesla, another plug for Tesla. That maybe they sponsor? Yeah, Tesla, an unbelievable electric car. Um, so, so now what? Now what are you going to do? I know what you're going to do, but I'm I'm just asking the question.
1: <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna go on a podcast tour. Yes,
0: no, All you, you can't go on a podcast tour. <laughs> yeah. I own your rights. <laughs> okay. You have a non-compete. I own you. you have a non-compete for one year. Oh, a, a podcast, is that, is that podcast non-compete. Came... Oh no! Self- Everybody signs yeah. it. Yeah, you're right. I did. Yeah. I did. That's the nudge that you need yeah. to never I, do a podcast yeah. <laughs> again. No, yeah. but now you're getting into real estate. Yeah, real right?
1: estate and you know, whatever. Just ways to be, but yeah, I love real estate. And yeah, and that's why I mentioned the thing about like having the primary residences over time. And um, I've I've always loved real estate. And, yeah, you know, had, had that. As why? Um, well, a bunch of reasons. One, I grew up around it a little bit. I, uh, my dad was investing in real estate. My, I think the outside of my company, the probably the best investment decisions I ended up making were real estate.
0: Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm, I would agree with all of that. You know, to me, real estate's, I love real estate. It's tangible. Uh, Yeah. You can can
1: make the, it's an asset.
0: It's, you know, it's so, uh, you know, I, I always had a hard time and I, I don't play in the stock market mostly because I don't really understand it. And I, I understand it, but I haven't spent enough time to truly understand it, but I don't like betting on other people. And I, yeah. I feel like in the stock market, you're betting on the company. It's, it's, it's gambling, well, right? Yeah, At the end of the day, I mean, what's, what's the difference between, and I know there's a difference, everyone's going to, you know, Kill me for this, but what's the difference between betting a hundred dollars on the Dallas Cowboys to win on a Sunday, and buying a hundred dollars worth of stock that you know Apple's going to go up? Oh, You know, Apple's probably a bad example, but you know what I mean, right? I mean, it's a it's a gamble, yeah. right? Well, and
1: yeah, it, absolutely. There's been many investors that have said the same thing. It's it, it, right there. It's, it's it is a it's a high stakes casino. High stakes casino,
0: and and so when you're betting on a football game, you go, okay, who's the quarterback, right? What's the spread? Who's the who's hurt? Who's not hurt? Is it warm? Is it cold? Is it snowing? Is it raining? Are they home? Are they away? You know, all that stuff, right? So you go look at a company. Who's running the company? What's their product? What's their market? What's their market share? All of the, you have all these indicators, right? So. Well,
1: I've seen you do that for real estate. So when you go to real estate, you're looking at like, what's the street? What's the neighborhood? What's the, what's the history of the property?
0: Right. But, uh, yes, but I feel like when we make a, a loan, we have control over the asset That backs the gamble, if you want to call it a gamble, or the investment, right? So if I take $700,000, crowd lending takes 700000 makes a $700,000 loan on a million dollar property, if that owner goes south, we can foreclose and take over ownership of that property. So we have control of that asset. Nobody can bump us out of the way, except for the taxes, right? But uh, nobody can bump us out of the way, as opposed to if I took $700,000 and I put it in, you know, some widget company, and that guy that's running the widget company is a moron and he screws everything up. I don't, I can't control that. I can't go in there and say, Hey, you should have done this. and You should have done that. They're going to go, what do I, you know, you're a tiny little peon investor, beat it, get out of here. And that's why I never, I, I never got into the stock market. And I have, a, I own, a, I own two stocks and, but they're mostly because I it was a company that I invested in that went public. But, um, I just, I feel like with real estate, you can control your own destiny. Uh, and you know you've got a couple projects or at least one project going on down in Chatham and you can control your own destiny right you you get to pick the windows that go in you get to pick uh what kind of pool you f- put in all the little things that are going to either uh improve the value or 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 lower your costs or whatever it's going to take to make sure that that thing comes out turns out to be a winner you control it and that's why i always liked you know working for myself that's why you ended up like working yeah. for yourself because at the end of the day you live or die by those decisions, but they're your decisions. You control the situation.
1: Right. right. Do you agree I'm with saying, that? You bet on yourself. Yeah, right? you uh, uh, on everyone yourself. Everyone should. Yeah. And uh, and just build from there. And, that, yeah. and that's what real estate does too.
0: And and if you see us in, a, in your coffee shop, understand that you're going to get a review. <laughs> right? <laughs> so... Um, now, now the only thing left for you to do is you got to just remodel your house and everything will be wonderful, right? <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah. Right. yeah. So, so, do we have any corrections for next week's episode? Or you oh, know, we're going to have, some corrections. Yeah. We'll have right. some
0: corrections. We'll have some corrections. I listen. Okay. I like to listen back. So, uh, Dan, thank you for coming in. Uh, I'm not
1: going to interrupt you on the close. Well, you
0: just did. <laughs> <laughs> I just did. I'm not going to do exactly what I'm doing right now you, what, what you, have, you <laughs> have you ever seen the movie caddyshack <laughs> have you ever seen the movie caddyshack have you seen the movie caddyshack the scene when uh danny noonan's out hitting balls and chevy chase is there and he's hitting shots and chevy's and he says it's very hard for me to hit with you talking and chevy chase says i'm not talking anymore i've stopped <laughs> talking i'm not talking that's what you just did i'm not gonna interrupt you while i interrupt you
1: that was a shout out to cousin mike for you yeah
0: yeah so. cousin mike Bane of my existence, (laughs) my cousin. Anyway, go to poor, drive a Tesla. Who else is our sponsors that don't pay us? Anybody else? (laughs) Dynamic is not. Dynamic. (laughs) You are dynamic. Dynamic. As always, if anybody needs any help, you can always call me or you can send an email to podcast at crowdlending.com. We have so many emails that I just said to Root Bear, I said we don't have time for that. We have to do a whole show. All these people, I mean, it's gonna be good. Listeners upon listeners upon listeners. But as you know, give me a call if you have to because everybody needs a nudge.